Joining me on the program today is David Waldy. David's the Managing Director of Frontier Networks. David, welcome to the program. Thank you, Ray. Now, David, Frontier Networks is one of those names that doesn't instantly tell me what it is you do. Give me some idea of the, the products and services that Frontier Networks offers and fill me in about the geographical footprint that you service as well. Thanks. <laughs> um, fair question. Um, we actually started in, uh, in mining, hence the name Frontier. Um, but um, very quickly worked out that, uh, well, in fact, we were asked to come and do work in the um, ageing sector, that is retirement villages and aged care um, facilities, um, and found that that actually was a, a really exciting and um, interesting space to work for us, and that's where we've um, directed all our efforts. Uh, what we do is work with the operators of, of large retirement village portfolios and aged care portfolios, um, and we fix the infrastructure, technology infrastructure in their villages and their communities and then um, deliver a range of services, purpose being to really to try and um, deliver to the residents who live in those communities um, a seniors friendly experience when it comes to you know, technology. Technology can be pretty frustrating to use for all of us um, and in fact even irrelevant for some folk. Um, and I think so. Our, our task is very much to is to deliver services that are very simple, um, easy to use, um, so that I guess the uh, the elders in our community can make the most of them, so they can get the benefit of you know how exciting and liberating these technologies can you know can really be um, for them. And and I guess because of the baby boomers, uh, that's that's going to be a big deal for you know decades to come. Hmm. Um, do you find that this is a, a sector where there's demand for telecommunication services? Um, yes, um, certainly. The, the generation that's um, living in these communities today um, are all you know, very familiar with um, basic um, telecommunication services like obviously like a telephone and, and a broadband connection. And um, in fact, they're the fastest growing segment in social media today, surprisingly, the over over 65 community. You, you mentioned the boomers. Boomers are really yet to populate these communities um, in a big way. When they do come, certainly they're uh, um, you know, widely regarded as a more tech-savvy and certainly sort of wealthier and more demanding um, community than generally the current communities. But even so, we're finding um, that the existing communities there have... Um, surprisingly high um, levels of adoption of not just basic internet use like mail and your banking and your holiday, but also um, downloading movies and Skyping their grandkids. And there's a high level of interest in these communities, particularly in the independent living communities, really to make the most of their, um, their third act in life, um, to make the most of that and, uh, and a high level, I think, of appreciation that there's a lot more to be got out of um, technology um, and there's a lot of relationships that it can be used um, to help you know, develop and build and maintain um, and really the bat really it, it's a tool for defeating isolation you know in your in that, and that's that's the probably the root um, enemy in all of this that we we aim to sort of defeat if you like um, with the use of tech now, now David the customers of Frontier Networks are the residents of, of 
these facilities or are they the facility managers themselves? Okay, so our job is working in partnership with the village operators. We build the infrastructure and then design the services for the village operators then to sell to their residents. So we, in the end, are a wholesale supplier to the village operators. Um, but I, because of our, I guess, our expertise, we tend to end up doing a lot more than just what a wholesale supplier does. We end up actually developing really white label solutions mm -hmm. that sort of meet the, um, you know, sort of fit for purpose, if you like, for the need of the particular communities. Yeah. Now, I, I can imagine that goes beyond, as you mentioned, streaming movies and online banking. Does that include mm -hmm. distress calls and systems and, and uh, security uh, IP. Yeah, it does. Um, so an important part of what we do is um, um, deliver what they call over-the-top services, which means as well as delivering the basic commodity, um, you know, broadband and telephony services, we're delivering the entertainment systems. So this is pay TV or IPTV, mm -hmm. um, video, movies on demand, etc. Um, so that's just a, I guess, a, a um, that's how they, um, the community residents might want to spend their leisure time. And then there's the um, medical alarm and, and, and connected health services. And those medical alarm and connected health services, they start with basic, you know, um, emergency call buttons, but it goes all the way to sensors and monitoring systems that really enable the village operator to keep, um, sort of just keep a, a tag on the um, on the wellness, the health of the of the residents. And there's there's a lot of focus in these communities. Actually, on the wellness rather than on the um, on the um, just the safety and, and fall prevention, but certainly the safety and fall prevention is a um, you know is a minimum part of our service offering for these villages. David, does Frontier Networks go across the spectrum of of, of that seniors and aged care? Do you go into nursing homes and um, and residential care facilities, or is it just the early stage? Yes, yes, we do. Um, the um, the solution generally, what we're seeing in the development of um, sort of seniors housing today, is a, a a a change in the models from just retirement village, which is independent living, or just aged care, which is nursing homes, sort of traditional models. Um, what we're seeing is um, some more greater flexibility around the concepts of continuum of care. So I might. Uh, move into, depending on my age and stage, I might move into a village if I'm, say, 65, 70, 75, when I'm still independent and, and, and healthy. I might move into a village that gives me the freedom to move from independent living through to a service department environment through to aged care, but I never have to leave that community. So that's one solution for me. If perhaps I'm 80, 85 and I'm actually, I've actually lived successfully at home or aged successfully at home, as they say, um, and I'm now actually in need of high care, I might move into a facility that's particularly well catered to um, high levels of care for that stage of my um, of my life. So the, the um, strict boundaries between the types of um, sort of regulated um, you know, industries that we've seen are starting to disappear as the the industry is responding more to the needs of of the you know the cohorts who are moving into them rather than responding to the way in which the government has sought to regulate you know, the regulate the industries, um, if you like. Um, so, so that actually um, creates interesting um, opportunities for a supplier like us. If you take, for example, a continuum of care model, 
um, part of the goal for someone who might move into a village relatively young and, 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 and early um, and then you know move right through their um, their third act of life if you like inside that community but part of the, the challenge for us is then to know them for the whole of their, their, their journey so we need to ensure there's a consistency of their identity um, we know what their patterns of use and behavior we know that when they might so that, for example it's really simple things like when they move from one type of living to another type of living they can take their services with them without having to change anything a phone number a plan or this or that if they like it like this let's just make it really easy for them and and keep them um, within within that um, you know, package or bundle of services that they know and like. So that's the sorts of, in, in most simple, in a simple way to describe the sorts of opportunities that the changing models present for us. I'm in conversation with David Waldy, managing director of Frontier Networks, and we're currently um, talking to you from David's Brisbane office. David. Do you operate right across Australia and, in fact, across the world? What's the geographic footprint of where you operate? Yep. Okay, so today we operate across Australia. Um, we have villages um, in, that we're servicing in most of the states and territories of Australia. Um, we've um, actually started a project with a large group in New Zealand. Uh, the models in New Zealand are, in some respects, more advanced than Australia because they are not as regulated. They have had continuum of care for some decades yeah. now. Um, and, in fact, the penetration as a result of, um, I guess, the more flexible products in New Zealand is much higher. So in Australia, about 6 to 7% of people over 65 choose to live in a retirement village. In New Zealand, that's 20%. Um, so uh, there's interesting. it's interesting working in, in countries like New Zealand. UK and the US are somewhere between. They're about 10%. Um, and I think there's lots to learn from working in those um, those foreign environments and importing and exporting, um, you know, ideas. Ultimately, the technical solutions, um, you know, are global, um, and the opportunity is global. We look at markets like China, um, with, um, you know, uh, you know, child policies um, that mean there's a very low. Um, how can I put it? There's not a lot of opportunity for the children of the aged to care for them. Yes. Um, heavily urbanised, the children have been heavily urbanised, and there's more grandparents than there are children. Um, so the models. If we have a challenge in Australia, you know, successfully looking after our aged community, the problem in China is um, many, many um, times more difficult. Not just because of the larger population, but because of those um, demographics. Um, so we, you know, we look at a market like China and think ultimately that might be a, an interesting place for us to, um, to work. Yeah. David, for those people who are looking for you, mm. what would they search for that would, that would bring up Frontier Networks? Like it, it strikes me that um, the kinds of words that come into my mind to put into search are going to bring up um, every telecommunications provider in Australia and every internet service provider in Australia. Mm. What are the sorts of words that you think your customers would be searching for for you? I think the the typical customer is either the uh, the resident in the village um, searching for some way of solving for themselves and their community, um, and they'd be searching for you're right simple terms like broadband, um, like um, a, a emergency response system, uh, medical alarms, those sorts of those sorts of searches um, tend to find um, us. Um, also, searches around retirement village technology um, or aging technologies. 
there's a bit of a term floating around now called um, connected health. Yes. Connected health is, if you like, where um, you know Fitbits and wearables um, actually start to play a role in terms of providing data to your primary and secondary care providers, so to your doctor, and if you've got a carer, your carer. So this concept of connected health um, is a is an important one, and it's it's becoming, I think, a, a really a segment in its own, quite separate from um, you know wearables and quite separate from medical alarms. Um, so we, you know, we see connected health as starting to be sort of looked for more frequently, um, as well as older terms like telehealth, telecare and telehealthcare. They're all sort of older versions of what's really now being described as connected health. So that's what they, generally the residents, and the, a village operator might do the same, except a village operator's interest quite often is to fix the infrastructure. So they're looking at, they're looking at you know, searching for telecommunications infrastructure, telecommunications service providers, service provider, you know, service provider, broadband service provider. Um, they're the sorts of terms that um, that are that are a village operator who ultimately owns the infrastructure and has to has the responsibility for that. Might be might be searching for. David Waldy, the managing director of Frontier Networks, has been talking to me today about the offerings that Frontier Networks have, particularly in the the ageing sector. David, how do you see NBN uh, impacting on your business? Does this become a competitor or does it become a facilitator? How does it fit in with what you're trying to achieve? Yeah, good question, right? The NBN, as the national broadband network builder, um, is also a wholesale-only um, network provider. Um, and it, if you like, provides the ubiquitous network solutions. Inside these retirement villages, the solutions that they need are actually quite somewhat specialised. The villages themselves are a bit of a mix between um, private networks and public networks. Private networks because they're running um, corporate type systems like emergency response systems, like um, you know um, networks to connect the um, the carers and the maintenance folk, etc., around the village. And public networks because the residents in them need them for telephony and broadband, public broadband services. Um, so they're a bit more specialised. So our role is, I guess, um, is as an alternative to NBN in the villages, but um, not always a competitive alternative, so in the sense, competing alternative, sorry, in the sense that um, you know, a resident might choose to take an NBN service or might choose to take a service that the village operator offers. Um, other villages are choosing to have, uh, we've had instances where the villages or the village operators, the residents in the villages or the village operators, actually choose to have a solution of the kind that we build in the instead of an NBN. And that's a, that's that's an option too under the current regime. Ultimately, though, the NBN for us is the platform that enables us to get into every home which in which a, a senior might live. And, a, a, um, and that includes the 94% who choose not to live in retirement villages. Ultimately, the technologies that we're perfecting in... Um, in the retirement village, is, a t is is equally applicable to someone who chooses to age in place, um, and today that is the vast majority of um, of older Australians. Vast majority of older Australians choose to live in their own home where they belong in their mind, you know, and they are very comfortable in those environments. And our um, our opportunity with the NBN actually is to use the NBN's um, you know standardised national infrastructure. Um, to then deliver these over-the-top services um, 
and in doing so, we're competing. Uh, we, we're we're a customer of MBNs, um, and we're competing really with the other um, service providers. Um, so, for example, you know, you might buy a Telstra service, and that'll be a fairly general um, you know, service available in Australia. But if you're after something that's a little more seniors friendly um, and might offer um, some tech relevant technologies for your growing needs in terms of being a bit more peace of mind or a bit more safety oriented, then um, you might consider um, our services. David Walding, Managing Director of Frontier Networks. It's been a pleasure having you with us today and thank you for your time. Thank you, Wayne.